0: Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. Thank you so much for being here and being a proactive parent to get the resources that you need to get your child their optimum results. And remember that the definition of recovery is to regain health. And some children, as you're seeing, you're even reading likely in the news, Children all over the world are recovering today. My son is a perfect story. He he was able to recover completely from his symptoms of autism. Other kids who were nonverbal are speaking. Others who couldn't sleep or their stomachs hurt them all the time. They couldn't digest their food properly. Now their picky eating is gone. They're eating better. They're thriving. They can focus and think in a classroom. Uh, all of these things are what we call recovery and improvements. And we want to find out what your child's. Optimum level of recovery can be and to help you understand what what is necessary uh, the complete journey because most of most often we hear just about diet and diet is very very important but it is not everything and so I want to make sure that uh, you're aware of, of everything that does need to happen for optimum autism recovery for your child so I've created a free online workshop for you called The Four Stages to Naturally Recover from the Symptoms of Autism. And stage one is healing the gut, and that has a lot to do with diet, but a lot more, too. And then stage two is natural heavy metal detoxification. Stage three is clearing the co-infections like my, mold, lime, and strep. And then stage four is brain support and repair. Once all of that inflammation and those toxins are out of the way, you can start really working with the brain naturally to support it and get it back to balance um, from when it was imbalanced during uh, a lot of its development. And so these are the things that I want to share with you. And you can get that right now at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop. No spaces, just free workshop. And, um, Today's uh, topic is something that is probably one of the most that I'm asked about of all of the things with autism, even over heavy metal toxicity, which is another really um, big topic that people ask me about. But today I'm going to get—I'm going to uh, answer your candida questions. There are a lot of, of questions about gut healing and diet and candida that come in. And of, of all of the things that I was doing when I was recovering my own son, the, the candida and the gut pathology issue was um, the most. Uh, tricky to figure out. It took me a lot of personal expense and trial and error and research to go through various things out there. And I'm sure you're aware of this. If you've been uh, inter- you know, on the internet researching and researching through books like I was for years, um, and you see a lot of different ways to deal with candida and pathogenic bacteria, Now, I have to put a caveat that, you know, anything I say here is not meant to diagnose or treat. And of course, you need to seek out a medical professional uh, beyond this. Um, But it's very, very important to know that candida is one of the the big issues with our kids. And it can create a myriad of physical and emotional symptoms. And I'm going to get into some of those um, first. But first, I want to just walk through a little bit more about what it is and let you understand that um, that that it's it's a really really important factor in autism recovery and statistics say that 90% of children with autism have have these gi disorders and i would say that that's incorrect i would say that 100% of children with autism have uh, GI disorders including a candida overgrowth and then scientists actually estimate that 70% of all people have an overgrowth of candida. So what exactly is candida? So I want to you know through this entire show I'm going to go through what is it, the symptoms, um, I'm going to give you uh, some more uh, ideas for for testing and also for how you can actually cleanse for it. Uh, so um first of all In our intestinal system, we have candida as a natural bacteria. We have trillions of bacteria in our body, and and they're a natural uh, part of us. It's when candida gets overgrown that it becomes a real problem. And so we have good bacteria, and then we have bad bacteria. And when it becomes overgrown, it becomes a bad factor. And basically, it's also known as yeast or fungi, And a lot of kids are given things like um, uh, nystatin or or various pharmaceutical drugs for candida and fungus. But what you'll often find, and you may have already been through this, like I have, that those end up being temporary, that it seems that, no matter how hard you work on it, it still comes back and that's because candida becomes systemic. It's not just in your gut and you don't want to be loading yourself up with something that's going to end up making those, those organisms actually stronger in the long run. There, they actually have an intelligence and they are able to create something called biofilm around them. That is this protective matrix that makes them stronger. They bind together. They get in the tissues and can actually hide when we're on a candida protocol. Uh, they, they um, same thing with parasites do the same types of things. So, and you don't want to be dosing up with antibiotics. That's one of the reasons that you actually can, can get candida overgrowth is because, Antibiotics are not discriminatory to just uh kill off just the bad bacteria or the bad parasites or the bad anything that you're trying to fight with them. They kill off everything the good and the bad, and then we end up with um with our our body doesn't have its natural mechanisms to really fight off overgrowth of the bad and the candida starts to come back. You might notice oh my child was actually got better a little for a little while while they were on this prescription or while they were on this antibiotic and yeah short term you'll notice that that might happen but when as time goes by you've likely seen that they ended up getting almost worse later on or likely worse because now that candida is able to take over because there's not as much of the good bacteria in there to fight uh, fight off the overgrowth and then we end up with a cantita infection And and yeast, fungus, all of these things are very directly all related. Um, Some are just used as different terms. And when candida gets systemic, that means it gets not only into your tissues, but it gets into your bloodstream and it gets into your organs. And that includes the brain. You could even do a test for candida and it might come up that your you're you're seeing that it's negative. Then this is, can vary. There's a lot of tests out there, and uh, and I'm going to give you one, a couple of simple things you can do at home today uh, that you can test for them. But I want you to know that the testing you have to be careful with its accuracy because. Um, or especially ones that you might do in a practitioner's office because it's what your body's excreting at that moment. And if it's not at that moment in coming, filtering out of the bloodstream or filtering filtering out of the tissue somewhere and getting into the urine, then it might not show up. And um, stool samples are much more accurate. Um, but I'm even going to give you something else that's very simple to do here soon. Uh, today too but what you what you want to know is just that um, that that it it could still be in the brain and symptoms are really your best uh, your best way to test for them or to check for them so we're going to take a short break right here you're listening to naturally recovering autism i'm your host karen thomas stay with us we will be right back
1: have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop. Empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom.
0: Hi there and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host Karen Thomas and today I am answering your candida questions and I want to let you know that I have created a page, as usual, for our show notes today. Uh, I've linked to some things that I think will be helpful for you. And everything will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 55, just the numbers 55. So that's naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 55. And I wanted to give you a little bit of background too on some of the things you might want to look for. Again, I mentioned that Candida can become systemic, and how does how does this happen? So, I mentioned antibiotics earlier, and they they can definitely be a big part of how um, how we can end up with a candida overgrowth because we're killing off not only the bad bacteria but the good bacteria that's going to fight off this overgrowth in the future. So uh, a couple of other things that are really Im- important to know is if you have a big stressor, a physical injury, uh, a, a, an emotional stressor, um, toxins, of course, toxic overload in the system, and also um, poor diet. And diet is one of the, the Best things you can do to just initially just fight it off, and a lot of people think, you know, you hear the gluten-free, casein-free diet, and and that is very, very important. Again, for um, many of the reasons I've mentioned on, on past shows, and if you haven't uh, heard those before, some of those things are that that uh, gluten and casein have what are called. Um, endomorphins or caseomorphins or gluteomorphins what that means is morphine like opiates they are they actually create opiates in the system so your child might seem like they're actually addicted to those foods and just crave them and they are so, and they, those foods create a lot of inflammation in the body and the brain and the wheat products today are sprayed with glyphosate, the, the horrible, um, herbicide that is in the weed killer roundup. So be sure that you are for one, not using that around your home, but that you're also avoiding wheat products of, of all kinds. And it's very, very important, um, even the organic ones, there's cross contamination. I just, uh, they're, and the, they're so uh, genetically modified today that they have 70 to 90% more gluten in them today than they used to because they use them at the wheat as a glue the gluten that's where the glue word comes from as a binder so so you want to uh, stop all processed carbohydrates as well so so those two foods they dairy cow's milk has a lot of other problems as well but it also has a lot of sugars in it and sugar feeds candida and so those pathogenic bacteria are also craving those foods you might your child might be craving um breads and cereals and and you you know we've a lot of us grew grew up, grew up thinking or being taught that we needed this this you know carbohydrates in our diet or you know in in a big way or we weren't going to have any energy and the research today is showing otherwise and a lot of the time the, the carbs can actually take your energy away because they'll they'll make you crash afterwards you might go on this sort of high for a short period of time and then you go down on a dive just like if you eat sugar. So anything that creates um, uh, the the, um, processed carbohydrates or sugars or fruit – all create sugar in the body, and so those are important to eliminate from your child's uh, diet, and um, and so that we're not feeding those uh, those fungus and the candida as well. And I mentioned that it's systemic, and what that means too is it's again in the organs, the tissues, the joints, the central nervous system, and including the brain. And there are little uh, they're called meninges, layers of tissue that cover the brain and the spinal cord, and the yeast and the fungus are known to cause the inflammation, uh, much, a lot of inflammation on those meninges. So you're keeping the brain inflamed. So if you're trying, you know, uh, to to do something important with your child's recovery process, you have got to make sure that you are, are combating candida uh, correctly so that the inflammation can reduce and that we're not uh, creating more problems in their central nervous system, and especially in their brain. And it's it's present in both both males and females. And a lot of people will think, oh, is that like a vaginal yeast infection? Well, yes, that is one place that it's seen. But again, I mentioned it's systemic, and it gets everywhere. And um and and it can have a lot of varied symptoms, which I'll talk about here in a minute. You might notice too, your child could have a big bloated belly. That's really common of a pathogenic bacterial overgrowth in your child's gut, whether it's candida and uh, parasites, but uh, very, very commonly from candida and fungal overgrowth there. Uh, They can have a lot of behavioral problems, fatigue, headaches, Um, I'll I'll mention some of the emotional symptoms are things like hyperactivity or other behavioral problems, excessive irritability, even anger, decreased cognitive function like brain fog, depression, anxiety. Uh, A lot of physical symptoms include things like headaches and joint pain, earaches and infections, tonsillitis skin rashes, which can be anywhere, uh, commonly on the backs of the hands. They have itchy skin. They have, again, a men- mentioned a big protruded belly, um, a lot of allergies, allergen problems. They have crave sweets and carbohydrates. They might have dark circles under their eyes, um, which uh, is also coinciding with food allergies and leaky gut syndrome. Uh, they might have chronic diarrhea or chronic constipation. It can go either way, uh, gas and bloating, uh, low energy, chronic sinus congestion, um, stuffy nose, trouble breathing or wheezing. Um, it can contribute to asthmatic uh, issues and respiratory issues. So there are a lot of problems with candida and so you want to make sure that you're on top of it and people think well well how do you get it well i mentioned all the the aspects of of diet and antibiotics and, um, and other things that can, and stressors that can contribute and the toxins. We know our kids don't detoxify well. So they're a little bit much, well, actually much more susceptible to candida overgrowth, but you can also get it in utero from mom. And so, um, and I know moms get a lot of blame. So just take your hat off for a minute. And this is not, this is not about that. not about a guilt trip. Okay. We all have uh, some candida issues. It's just a very common thing, men and women have it but we are, are passing it in utero to our, our unborn child and so and then it also is passed in breast milk so our children might actually be born with a candida overgrowth and then if they're exposed to uh, more toxins in the environment such as vaccinations or um, you know, even uh, poor poor diet uh, if the, from themselves, higher in carbohydrates. Of mom's mom's diet if she's breastfeeding, having a lot of sugars in it. Um, again, toxins in the atmosphere, in our water, heavy metals. There are a lot of places, so they're much more susceptible, right? Birth. So it's really important for, for mom and dad and the whole family to clear this because we can pass it around by sharing food or beverage just from our mouth as well. So you don't want to, you want to make sure you're not just doing a lot of great work with your child, but then not uh, clearing yourself as well. We're going to take a short break right here. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host Karen Thomas. Stay with us. Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host Karen Thomas, and today I am talking to you about your candida questions and getting them answered. There are a lot of questions around candida, and as I mentioned earlier, it was one of the trickiest things to figure out with recovery of my own in my own son's uh, journey uh, to recovery from autism. So uh, I was talking a little bit about some of the the negative side effects of candida and how it can be actually be passed in utero as well as uh, as this this very interesting alcoholic chemical that is uh, very it's stronger and worse than um, than an alcohol that you would drink. It is an ethanol and it's a very it's a, got a very toxic byproduct called acetaldehyde and ca- this is candida's alcohol basically it's trans trans Transferred into the baby from the placenta and the developing fetus, and then it's capable of doing more harm. So after the after birth, the baby continues to receive the alcohol through the mother's milk, and the alcohol can cause malnutrition by preventing the body from digesting proteins. And you commonly see protein digestion with, um, being a problem with kids. A lot of Parents in my mentoring program write in about GERD or acid reflux, and it has to do with our inability to uh, to produce enough. Actually, it's it's not a uh, not that you're too low in hydrochloric acid, which is stomach acid. It's that you. Um, uh, I mean, it's not, not that you're too high, excuse me, it's not that you're too high in hydrochloric acid and you have this acid backup, it's that you actually don't have enough, you're deficient in it, and that you can't digest proteins well. So this is one of the contributing factors to um, protein digestion being an issue with children with autism and you again as a parent, mom and dad and the other kids in the family, you might notice that you're seeing some of these symptoms in your other kids and yourselves as well. And I definitely encourage you to make sure like I mentioned earlier that you want to clear your the whole family. You don't want to be you know, if you kiss on the lips, you share a beverage, you share a fork, you're sharing food in any way, sharing an apple, you are exchanging saliva, and that saliva transfers back and forth. And in that candida is also in the mouth. We can actually even inhale it while we're while we're sleeping, it as we exhale uh, with our mouth open, and then uh, it comes out of our gut, and we inhale it back in. Uh, so it's a very very tricky um, uh, organism. But the the alcohol can really cause the, from the candida can cause a lot of aggressive and violent behavior and anxiety and and fatigue uh, impaired coordination and speech and memory loss issues. Um, it can really affect the liver and we know our kids uh, with autism need some liver support because it is our organ of detoxification. It can cause da- the alcohol can cause damage to the intestinal lining, and then creating more of that leaky gut, which are those holes that are in the gut. And the other thing uh, I'll start talking about here in a moment are the spores that Candida create, because you've got all of this going on, and you've got leaky gut. Well, all this leads to things like malabsorption and mal, mal- uh, and malnutrition because you're altering the body's ability to utilize the nutrition the vitamins the minerals from the foods that that are being eaten so even if they're eating well they you might notice they're hungry a lot and it might be because they're not absorbing the nutrition and their body is actually starving even though they're eating so you've got to heal up that leaky gut and yeast is really hard to get rid of as well because it's got these little spores. They're like they're babies and they are what are able to hide in the tissues uh, when you do some type of a, a, a candida protocol. And so with most things. And um, and so what you want to be able to, to know is that these these little spores again they're like their babies they they hide in the tissues and then they can come out later but they also their their little legs on them are like little uh, little screw little screws and they are able to 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 burr themselves into the lining of the intestines and then they create holes there and now you've got holes in the intestinal lining that are called uh, again we moving into leaky gut. And so um, this is something that is a a huge indicator, um, leaky gut, that, again, yeast has to be uh, dealt with properly. There is a yeast-mercury connection that is really, really important. Now, uh, there are various places that we can get the heavy metal uh, neurotoxin of mercury. One of them is vaccinations. We can also um, uh, get it from, it can be in some certain foods or waters can be contaminated with heavy metals. But what happens when mercury and candida get together? Mercury, if you have mercury toxicity, it inhibits the body's ability to keep the candida in balance, to get rid of the, the excess candida in the body. So... It's really important to once, again, I'm going to go into how you want to stabilize the system first because you don't want to jump right into a heavy-duty candida uh, elimination protocol because your die-off can be so extreme, and die-off is when those organisms are dying off, and they release more toxins as they die. So it's super important to move very slowly with a candida protocol. Make sure that you've got binders in there to sop up the toxins. You've got some liver and lymphatic support. And um, that's why I have this. Uh, it's it's down into like the the second and third modules that we really start getting into this in my mentoring program, because parents are so eager to jump in on that. I'm like, don't do it yet. I know we need to do it. It has to be done. And we, you will, but you've got to do some a little bit of stabilizing first, because uh, it just can be too much if your child's body, even from the diet alone can start dumping toxins when you when you clean the diet up and you're not feeding those candida, they do start to die off then. And people might notice for a couple of days, their child actually seems a little worse. And then all of a sudden, they were like, wow, now they're sleeping so much better. And their speech is improved, or they're, um, they're, you know, able to, to focus and concentrate better. And It can happen pretty quickly, but you want to be able to clear out some of the yeast from your, uh, your child, uh, or the mercury from your child as well. And that I, I do naturally, uh, as, as well as if you've heard my, um, my episode on natural heavy metal detoxification. And I also do talk about it in my free online workshop as well. And again, that link is naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop. And I go through a lot of these aspects that I'm talking about healing the gut and the detox, because these are so important to do. Um, like I said, you don't want to just throw your child into a detox um, without supporting them. And mercury, you want to be able to start working with the mercury safely at, at the right time because you want to get it out of the body so that uh it's not inhibiting the body's ability to get rid of the candida further and you can end up uh keeping your your candida overgrowth even though you're doing a lot of uh, a lot of really good work so uh, very, very important to know that. And again, um, natural heavy metal detoxification, you've heard me talk about it. And I uh, also give you the the link to the episode uh, in the show notes today. Uh, I'll link to that right now. I'll write myself a note. And um, the show notes are going to be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 55. But I'll need to add that. It's Uh, It'll be there uh, by the end of today. Uh, We're going to take a short break right here. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas. And tune in radio. Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas. And today we are talking about getting your candida questions answered. And candida, again, is one of the trickiest aspects in autism recovery, but one of the most important. And uh, it's not just about healing the gut up. You have to know why you're healing the gut up and what is in there that's causing some of the damage to the gut lining and candida is a big contributor also releasing these toxins as I've mentioned now in the show uh, these the 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 alcohol it releases they're this as as kind of gross as it is they are organisms and they poop when they poop in our bodies we get that poop in our system and that is a toxic toxic form of uh, uh, you know of, of the candida excess that we our bodies are dealing with and so you know again it's in your tissues it's creating inflammation it gets in the brain you want to know um, if it's there now, if you're testing for candida, and often the stool test, there can be some, some accurate stool tests from some particular labs. Uh, but what, one thing to know is that you can do an at-home um, test, and I'll link to it on the show notes. Uh, at the, uh, it's a, a free download of kind of how to do it. There are a couple of them. One one I've got already on the page for you, and that's a litmus test, which a litmus is a paper, a small little, um, little roll of paper that is colored and you actually just dip it in or put it in directly in stri in the stream of urine. And then you look at it afterwards and it will change color. And, uh, and you want to be able to, that will tell you how acidic your child's body is because, um, uh, the acid levels, when when the acid levels, when it's really high, um, that is a strong indication of pathogenic bacteria. And um, other than the symptoms that I mentioned, you can, I, I used to be able to see the difference in my son pretty quickly, like if... I'd have him really good on the diet and, and BB detoxing, we'd be going through the, you know, the, the phases and, and doing pretty well. And then there'd be the infamous birthday party. <laughs> it would be, he would go to somebody's birthday party and, you know, I, you know, I tried my best as you do, but you know, you, you want to let, help, help them feel like they're, you know, they're okay. You don't want to let let them not have anything at all sometimes. And sometimes you do. Sometimes it's worth it not to. Uh, on occasion, if he'd have something, he he would get yeasty pretty quickly. I would notice the differences in his behavior in a day. I remember one time it was Halloween and you know, he had gone out, uh, you know, trick-or-treating and I, you know, I didn't have him eat the candy, but of course he, he got some. And and the next day, I got a call from his teachers at school, like, what is going on? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it was just from that, just from him getting getting a little bit. So, you know, I had one mom um, in my mentoring program, she wrote in and she said, uh, she was saying, I don't know what happened. Everything was going so well. We've got him on, you know, these supplements and this is going this is happening. We're doing this and he was doing great. And all of a sudden today his behaviors are just off the charts. He's 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 wild, he's irritable, he's you know, he's regressing what happened and I'm trying to troubleshoot it with her and then she writes back, it was like the, the end of the day or the next day she said, I found out my husband fed him something with gluten in it and that triggered her son to having all of these changes in symptoms so be aware of what you're exposed to this also goes for environmental toxins there's a lot in and around our home that you really want to be careful of um that you don't might might not realize um that can be affecting you and especially your child because our kids are i call them little canaries in our our coal mine world here where uh, they are just so ultra-sensitive uh, to all of those things. So very, very important. So getting back to candida and some testing that you can do, I mentioned the litmus test, and I have linked on the show notes page to a litmus paper that uh I have used and is uh, more accurate. You want it at every two-tenths, not at every five-tenths, and that page will explain that to you. So it's very close. You can find out the levels of Of acidity but there's a a spit test and I, I give you the litmus test as well because some kids are not able or willing to do the spit test and that's okay then you have other options but the um the spit test is when you can actually uh first it has to be very very first thing in the morning when your child first wakes up, you don't want to even have a sip of water before you do this. You have a cup of water, a small cup of water, and you, in glass, you want to have it to be in a glass, and then they spit into it first thing in the morning, and then you look at where they spit into it and see if it's growing little legs downward toward the bottom of the glass. And those legs or strings that are hanging down from the saliva, it'll be heavy looking at the bottom of the glass or cloudy specks suspended in the water. All of those are indication of candida. And so that's a really great test and super easy to do. Um, but like I said, not every child is uh, able or willing to do it. So um, that's that's one way to do it. You want to, um, if the saliva floats on the top and the water stays perfectly clear, then they may not be having a candida overgrowth at that time. But again, just watch for symptoms. And I, I think it's important to stay on the right diet you know organic foods um they can get their carbohydrates from uh vegetables uh once they're cleared uh you know can can be so some kids can take just a maybe 3 or 4 months to to get the candida in balance and some people are literally a year to 2 years so be patient some people get very frustrated with this. um but one of the things um I'm going to talk about too are is a product that I found that is really really helpful uh to get through uh candida um and how it gets into the um in it 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 basically makes the candida so it doesn't want to be in the body anymore. And it's a natural elixir, and it's really, really uh, easy to use. It tastes like water, and um, it's called Canned Expel, and you can get that at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash elixir. But I have linked to it on the show notes, which again are at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 55. I'm going to say this to you with a big, big warning. Everybody now is probably wanting to jump out and buy it right away. And it's a fabulous product. It is out by far the best thing I have ever found for candida balancing. This is, again, a process that takes a long time, but you've got to be on the right diet. You've got to have some gut healing work going on. You've got to have binders in place, lymphatic support. You don't want to just jump into all of this. So, um, And again, please, please go to my free online workshop. Uh, and again, I'll link to it on the show note page to understand more of what needs to happen and why. Because as if you start using CanExpel right away, it's very gentle and it's natural, but some kids, one drop a day can be too much, might be drop every few days. And um, and I just want to caution you to be careful to not just jump into things. Same thing can happen with probiotics. Probiotics are great if you're getting a quality one. Again, I have to say that because there's a lot of bad products out there on the market a quality pro- probiotic can be really really helpful and at some point is necessary to help rebuild the bad bacteria but as it's b- building up the good bacteria it's crowding out and killing off the bad so you can get die-off reactions as well well uh, talk a little bit more about that after the break we're going to take a short break right here you're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism I'm your host Karen Thomas, stay with us hi there and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism I'm your host Karen Thomas and today we're answering your candida questions and candida eradication or balancing because we naturally have candida in the system but it's when it becomes overgrown that is the real problem and mentioned a lot of symptoms to look for and you can look in those uh, look at those symptoms for again yourself your spouse your children really really important i can't emph- emphasize enough how important it is to work with the entire family on this and not just yourself um i also mentioned um biofilm this this protective biofilm that it, it creates around it um cystis tea has been known as lyme prevention and it will help to uh to uh destroy the the uh the biofilm, the film around these candida and these pathogenic organisms of of many kinds that they build a matrix of to protect themselves. So um, cystus is very important as well. And there's teas and tinctures. And I can link to that on the show notes for you as well. But... um, that's another uh helpful factor. And I talked a little bit about die off and I want to make sure that you know die off as you as you change your child's diet, as you notice that uh that the um you know any type of protocol you're using especially if you're using um the the product I gave you or or something that's effective, you're going to notice Uh, As those those bad bacteria die off, there again, they're releasing toxins, and that can make your child a lot worse before they get better, and you don't want that to go too fast. Die off... Uh, can can actually have some dangers to it if you 're over over stressing the liver or the lymphatic system and and you don 't have some support in place, so make sure you know that that is is crucial prior to doing all these things um, w- When people start my mentoring program, one of the first things I do with the diet is I have them get on on binders um, Chlorella vulgaris is a very very good one. You can use uh, activated charcoal as well there are various things that will help to sop up those toxins as this is happening Uh, but you want to have some liver and lymphatic support too because uh, you you might if your child gets much much worse uh, at first you you've got to back off you want to know if you watch their symptoms just really really increase and uh, they're getting you know behaviorally and physically much much worse it can be flu-like symptoms everything then you know that it's it's too much for them right now. Now I would stick to the diet for sure. You know I, you know don't want to start giving them the bad foods again. But uh, their body's in like a withdrawal state as well. So again, the binders help, and then some liver lymphatic support is very very important there. Um, if you're using any types of uh, if you've used antifungals in the past what often has happened is that you are uh you're you're creating a stronger organism they um the antifungals oregano oil or black walnut and garlic and olive leaf podarco uh, many things that are are good for eradication if you use only those and use them short term and you don't know how to use them then um then you're actually you could be strengthening the problem uh for the future, so uh that's why I mentioned um the elixir that I used doesn't do that, and it just basically makes it so that the candida in the body does not want to be there and um again, I'll link to that on the show notes and you can read more um on the page that I've created for you but um that's that's very very important to know there are uh Things people will use colloidal silver. Colloidal silver is is a really good product, but uh, again, you want to know how to use it and if you're using it long term. And um, you know there there are time timelines to do, to do these things in. So um, I, that's why I feel a lot safer with the one I use. The 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 rest of them can be you know a little bit here and there, short term or a little bit on the maintenance once you've increased. But um, I don't even need to use those with a particular elixir that I use. Because uh, it's it's that good and it takes care of it. And plus, our kids need something simple. You know, with it, they're not going to take pills and they're they don't like things that taste really strong. So I do my best always to find things that are in liquid or powder form, or at least in a capsule that can be opened up and squeezed out. Soft gels, uh, remember, can be punctured and sque- and then opened up and squeezed out as well into any food or beverage. So that's. Um, another way to get things into your child you can try the litmus test and the uh the spit test that i mentioned but once in a while you might notice there's there the symptoms are there but they're not just not showing up in any test it, it might show up in a stool test and it might not at that time if your child's not excreting it or um especially if they have any constipation then the longer that the stool sits in the bowel the um the that that matter is allowed that the toxins there are allowed are able with the extra time there to reabsorb back into the walls of the bowel and this is really common too as i mentioned before uh with heavy metal detoxification with the pharmaceutical drug dmsa it does allow for reabsorption of those toxins so you want to you want to keep the bowels moving and um and this can be really really helpful mitochondrial disorders um, which create low energy in the system also means that your cells aren't getting enough energy, your muscles aren't getting enough energy, and that can also lead to constipation as well. I've recently done an episode with Dr. Richard Bowles on mitochondrial deficiency. Please listen to that uh, to get some further help as well. And um, I can link to the page in the show notes for that one. Um, because you want to keep that stool moving i'm a a big proponent of of enemas and if your child is old enough uh, over the age of six and you're with a skilled practitioner there are even colonic hydrotherapy there's even colonic hydrotherapy that you can get you want to get that stuff out of the bowels and out of the intestinal system and um in fact in a, about a month from now in a future episode i have a colonic hydrotherapist uh, a very skilled one scheduled to do the show with us and i'm really excited because that's really important information you can do uh enemas at home yourself uh very you know simple um again depending on your child's size and age there are you know some things to do um so you can get some you want to make sure you're doing it accurately but uh but those are really great to help clear out and if your child is constipated while you're getting getting their gut moving again and while you're uh healing things up so um and that can um, make them feel really sick too um, stomach aches and headaches and things that back up from those toxins there as well we have uh, sulfate you've We've uh, I've done a show in the past with Dr. Stephanie Senna on sulfates and sulfate metabolism, and 95% of children with autism show a deficiency in sulfates, and they are important because they're part of the detoxification process and they help give glutathione, which is our natural master antioxidant, its strength. Um, there they Are sulfate there they have uh, sulfate reducing bacteria in the gut so there are a lot of different things um, that are helpful to know about that as well so this is all related to candida and why it is so important to detoxify from it Um, we need to take a short break you're listening to naturally recovering autism i'm your host karen thomas
1: have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. The definition of recovery is to regain health. Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop, empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it.
0: Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and thank you for being here with us today and being a proactive parent and getting these resources that you need. Uh, Candida eradication is, as I mentioned, one of the trickiest pieces uh, when I was recovering my own son from his symptoms of autism and um fortunately, I have figured it out but uh but, if you go to a a conventional practitioner, I'll say you'll often get um things that can actually strengthen the long term effects of candida. so I want you to to be knowledgeable of this um I'm here to just share these resources with you, get you more information so you're more aware. And know that it's very, very important to support the entire family in this process because, again, like I mentioned earlier, we pass it around. If we share food, we share forks and spoons, we share a beverage, we drink out of the same glass, um, kissing on the lips, all of these things will will transfer the saliva and the candida lives in the saliva. So you don't want to be doing all this great work with your child with autism and then – find out that uh that you know you're just passing it back and forth to each other you want to clear yourself too and so that's very very important to remember that and um and it's good i think to to do uh to go on the autism journey with your child because you know you you want to clear yourself for your own health and support your own your, your yourself as well you're taking care of them you, you need to be healthy but then also it's good for you to know what they're going through you know the detoxification process is is it is challenging at times you know behaviors and and physical symptoms can get a lot worse uh if you're detoxifying too too quickly so it's it's a good learning curve for you to know kind of okay you know wow i'm feeling really headachey or really dizzy today or boy i i need a nap i can't even function you know you'll you'll notice or your irritability just gets really increases Things like beer and wine have yeast in them so they can actually make candida and yeast issues and fungal issues much worse in you as well. Uh so if you're you know, if you're drinking beer or your dad's drinking beer, mom's drinking wine, either whatever, um those can be uh, feeding the problem a little bit, so you, you got to be careful with uh, with your intake. You know, moderation, and see if you notice differences. Just pay attention to how you feel, and then the same thing. Well, be observant of your child when you feed them certain foods, or you stop feeding them certain foods, and you start supporting them with the right diet, the organic foods they need more. Um, uh, I've got a on the show notes page. I've got a link to the seven the top seven foods to avoid to, that will quickly reduce your child's symptoms of autism. And um, it's a free download there for you. Um, but it can help you to understand, um, you know, what you can eat as well because, you know, things like organic uh, meats and poultries uh, and, and quality, healthy line caught fish, uh, and, uh, and natural things, cruciferous vegetables that will help support, um, support, you know, especially the, the bowels moving and, uh, and also the, uh, the health of the liver and various things like that, but making sure too that your child can, um, can digest those foods comfortably because we, because, uh, fiber is very, very important. And very important to, to again, uh, help in, in, um, in normalizing the bowel movement. But in the very beginning w- when our child is, uh, if the gut is still ill, then sometimes you need to partial steam or partial cook those and, and start with very small quantities because the fiber can be really hard to digest. Uh, so that can be helpful, uh, to know and, uh, enzymes and things can be uh, helpful as well to helping digestion and we are out of time today but I want to thank you again so much for being here and um, the show has risen to the number one on the entire network network, which I'm very proud to to tell you That's uh, thanks to you tuning in and being here and please please share this, it, the show it airs globally, if you know others who would be interested share it please with them whether it's on Facebook or in group Groups anywhere because I would like to spread these natural resources to those in need and there's a lot out a lot of people out there looking for this so I appreciate you sharing the link to this show and uh, the link on my website is direct to naturally recovering autism forward slash radio show that's an easy one to share and today's show notes again will be at naturally recovering autism forward slash 55 and have a great week take care I